0: Hello, all, and welcome to the Hillcrest Duo. This is episode 90 of the Hillcrest Duo. It is being recorded on Saturday, November 24th. It's two days after Thanksgiving. Good morning, if you're just waking up from your turkey coma. I am one of your hosts. I am Brad Risto, at Brad Risto on the Twitter machine. I am joined by my illustrious co-host, Metal John. And I am on Twitter, at Metal John Radio. We are back, obviously, after a nice holiday, Black Friday. Yesterday, do you any shopping?
1: No, actually, that's a lie. If I say no. Didn't I do stopped, any. I stopped. I stopped by Shoe Carnival. They were not busy, so I did run in and buy a pair of shoes. But it nice. wasn't any special, like five dollar, like right. deal. Nothing crazy. And I don't think Shoe Carnival really does anything like that no, anyway. I, so it really I, wasn't a, a hopping place. For, yeah, for I didn't Black do Friday.
0: anything. I was. I, I don't go out in those crowds. They're crazy. I've done it a couple of times and the it's just better to be safe inside your house.
1: Yeah. And, and wait safe, for Cyber it, Monday. Yeah, and play some video games. Yeah, watch some Netflix. I'm getting caught up on stuff. I finished uh Making a Murderer season two. I, cool. I, I benched cool. that and finished that. Um so next in the queue is Daredevil. Gotta do oh I also gotta watch uh oh, man, there's a few a few shows in my I'm queue. I'm sure. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix has got too n- many shows now. Well,
0: Netflix went nuts uh, come September. They just started cranking out show after show.
1: Yeah. yeah and, and they and just and...
0: drop them all at once, and so you can't just say, oh, hey, we need to watch one episode a week.
1: Nope. You just get them all. And then you've got basically like five days to hurry up and watch it before the next show comes out. Yes. Oh, well. Anyways, did you watch Making a Murder Season 2?
0: No, I – from what I
1: understood
0: by reading some of the reviews, it started to get take itself a little too seriously as they focused on their impact, so I kind of decided to avoid it.
1: Yeah, it, what the whole season pretty much does is, um, you know, Catherine Zeller, who's Stephen Avery's attorney, mm-hmm. that's trying to, you know, file all the motions to get him a new trial, she is basically recreating all the scenes Ah. and doing her own testing on evidence. Um, She's presenting a lot of questions about why didn't this person get interviewed? What's this person's alibi, blah, blah, blah. And she kind of goes through all these different theories where – this person could have done it, and this person could have done it, but nobody ever talked to these people. Um, so there's a lot of that. So there's a lot of, wow, it's like she she could be right. She um, could be,
0: but – I mean
1: there there's this tease of new evidence, and mm-hmm. here's the thing is there's not really like new evidence. Like they found something that nobody else found. There was evidence that was hidden, evidence that – the defense should have been aware of because it would have helped their case, and instead there was no mention of it ever at trial. And she's like, "Why didn't this stuff come up in trial?" Well, and, she- and then she looks at like the evidence. Oh, she goes, "Oh, here's the way they labeled this. They labeled this to make it seem like it was no big deal." But if the defense actually looked into it, there's all these things tied to it. Well, that so there's a, the, the whole. I don't want to get into like, Well yeah, I'm, I'm the, the fact that, that podcast about it, right? But that's pretty much what the whole season's about
0: it sounds like she's trying to blame the previous defense which won't help him because he still had valid representation
1: yeah i mean i mean and she isn't basically completely throwing him under the bus but she is kind of saying well why didn't they do this way i mean she's obviously Basically recreating every single thing. She yes. She bought the Toyota Rav4, the exact one that she had. Okay. That Teresa had. She bought the exact one, and she was running tests on it, like banging a head into it, doing blood splatter to see if the blood would land in the same spot that they found. Like she went through all these details. Oyve. Like, which again, the original defense isn't going to launch their own. You know. Yes. Going into that much detail. Plus, she's a multi-million dollar. Yes, they don't, uh, and he had a
0: public defender.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So anyways, but I, I thought it was a good watch. Like, it's a good watch just to learn Well, some, you love that true
0: crime stuff. stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, for sure. But uh, one thing, I, I, we should have started with this because it's this kind of, you know, a big deal, especially for pop culture nerds like ourselves from the 80s, uh, the passing of Stan Lee. Stan
0: um, Lee has passed. The creative genius of Marvel. Spider Man, Fantastic Four, Thor, Black Panther, the X Men, all his brainchild. Yeah. And more, obviously. I'm probably, I mean, I know I'm missing some, but.
1: You're naming the big ones. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, of course I'm disappointed I never got a chance to meet him. I mean, I did have a chance to meet him, but I never took that chance. Yeah. He was always at the Wizard World conventions, but he really hasn't done a convention in about two years, which you know for me it's a, not a good sign you yeah. know that uh, you know we've we've heard that he's had some health problems um but you know instead of getting really really sappy about it i think we should celebrate and maybe talk about our favorite stanley cameos um all righty w- w- what do you got what what would you say you know favorite? what like first i'm going go, to go to mine
0: i'm going to go with the one that one that you might not even be thinking of cuz it's not a marvel cinematic universe one ooh Mallrats.
1: Mm-hmm. That's funny because I did write that one down. Oh, it's good. One of mine.
0: Well, because it, well, it's it a was a great cameo. It right? was one of I. it was either his first or second time really on camera. And it's just a great little piece of um, character history for him. And he's hilarious in it.
1: Yeah, looking at lingerie. And then he tells Brody the story about how, you know, there was a time where Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy were, were yeah. looking at lingerie. Um. <sighs> Yeah, that was a good cameo. And what's funny is if you rewatch that cameo, which I did, mm-hmm. you're like, "Wow, Stanley looks so much younger." <laughs>
0: yeah, that was 20 years ago, man.
1: I know. Um, I'm gonna say my favorite Stanley cameo was a very recent one. Yeah. Deadpool as yes. the strip club DJ.
0: That's a good one too. Yeah.
1: I I I, I was gonna I go love with that, that one, one as well. Um, but he's had some great ones. I mean, just like the little ones were you know he just kind of makes a comment like with mm-hmm. the school bus driver and the one
0: mm-hmm.
1: um he's he's had a lot of great cameos so i mean that's obviously one thing that's going to be missed uh yes. On future yes whether movies. they're going to be
0: able to confirm he is actually uatu the watcher i don't know because i know they have a few more cameos that were canned for a few more upcoming marvel films but obviously they'll be done now
1: yeah um if they want to continue the stanley Cameo going forward. I would be in favor of it if they did it with like, um, like an image or a poster in the background. Cause they you could know, get like, for example, like you see big action movies where they're driving down the 101 in California. Yeah. And you get the billboards. You just have Stan Lee like on an AT&T billboard or something holding a cell phone. That like, would work. Like something like that where he's just in the background, like, like,
0: See, I'd be be fine with that, but I'd rather them actually confirm the fan theory that he is a watcher, and has been this entire time. And but that's me. I want to go into the nerdy um, uh, core of the Marvel universe, and that is as about as deep as you can go.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a good. I I like that. I like that idea too.
0: Just end that storyline thread and let it be that.
1: Yep. Um, anyways, it's been a while since we last, uh, cut a podcast. Yes.
0: Uh, well, I mean, we're down to maybe once or twice a month,
1: but that's yeah. fine. But things are starting to pick up. They uh, are. Obviously we've got, um, coming up in about two weeks. Um, we'll start our big crossover on the CW.
0: And I am so far behind on most of those. I mean, I fell behind on Supergirl cause I failed to notice they moved her to Sundays.
1: Yeah. The, well, they just recently moved her to Sunday yes, like last big- week.
0: No, she's been on Sundays this entire season.
1: Really? And there's oh,
0: seven episodes in.
1: Wow. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm so, so far behind. All, I'm behind on all those shows, but here's what I'm going to do. The crossover is where I'm just going to pick up.
0: Yes, that seems to be I, the best I, I'm way. not
1: even going to bother with I, – I figure I'm on, the continue- I, I want to see Batwoman. So yes, and there's going to be – I'm going into the crossover yeah. to watch Batwoman. Because you
0: want to get closer and closer to that sweet, sweet Batman.
1: Yes, um but anyways uh starting Sunday December 9th um Supergirl the Flash are trading time slots so the Flash is going to kick off the three part crossover on Sunday December 9th right. with Arrow on Monday and Supergirl on Tuesday
0: Well they are, they're doing so it So they,
1: they have, they're flopping their their schedules I just like it for though, that one because week because
0: they're kind of doing because it's Elseworld um stories which will be fun Yes, I look forward to seeing how it plays out which is why it will be a perfect place for you to jump in because it's probably going to be a relatively singular encapsulated story to these three episodes. You won't need to know much about what's going on in the current arcs for Arrow, for Flash and for Supergirl. You can just jump in and say, oh wow, that was wonderful.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I am super disappointed at something. What? I completely did not Know this happened, but they came Mm -hmm. to Chicago and filmed one night.
0: (gasps) You could have been an extra.
1: They, what was, it was like basically super secretive. They came into Chicago, um, Supergirl and The Flash and I believe Arrow were all in town. I did not see any photos of Batgirl, so I don't think she was in town, but Chicago played the part of Gotham City. Of course, they're gonna stick with them. They had Gotham City police cars, they had um, they had a building that was supposed to be Wayne Tower, and somebody snapped a photo, and the inside of the lobby was all spray painted with graffiti. Cool. But you could see the Wayne Enterprise logo, and the logo looked exactly like the Batman versus Superman Wayne Enterprise. Nice. oh so, uh, that you know that weird that W that. Yeah. That,
0: uh, well, you know, the, um, I like then, that. The, I like the consistency that they're keeping Gotham as Chicago, basically.
1: Yeah, and, and Gotham almost looked like. A really run down, just based on what they did with the lobby of the Wayne Tower. They had, like, it was all just bricks everywhere, spray paint, almost like the whole building had been, like, abandoned and gutted. Then they had Gotham City Hall. They had the outside of that building. But inside the lobby, that one same situation, just like spray paint and graffiti everywhere. So, so
0: Gotham um, has seen better days, and at least in this yeah. universe, and,
1: and they just came to town like three weeks ago, and it was just for like one night only. They only filmed in the middle of the night. They wanted to There's, wanna, a, there's quite get a few photos out. out there, I found. But I was like, oh my, I would have totally went. I would have, oh, of course up you would. You know, you would have woke
0: up and like, I'm getting down there. I don't care. I'll, I, I'll take yeah. the Burlington.
1: I would have just drove. If it was late at night, you could just drive down there, get there and get to the city in less than 30 minutes, park for free on the street. But, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I haven't really watched any of those shows The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl. I haven't watched any of them. Honestly, I really don't think I'm going to go back to The Flash or Arrow. Um, See, I've I, I'm going cu- to cut I'm gonna with, try to keep up with Supergirl because I I do like what they're doing with that show. Um, yeah. I like that they casted a Lex Luthor. Like, I I like that they like have mm-hmm. started getting more. Well, you know what I
0: like, and this is what I'm liking about the DC television universe. They're saying, okay, we're not going to have, we're not, we don't need to worry about what the cinematic universe is doing. One because it looks like it might be dead. And two, they're going to say, we have the television universe. So maybe we they cast a Superman. They've cast Lex. Maybe we will eventually get to see a Batman.
1: Yeah, because Gotham is is done. Uh, I believe they're coming up to their last season. So it it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, you're going to introduce Batwoman, which you know Batwoman is going to make mention. Of Batman. Of Batman. Maybe Robin. I mean. Of that
0: dick. Grayson. Yes.
1: Uh, the bat phone. <laughs> anyway, so I, I'm pretty pumped about Batwoman. I'm, I'm really, so I know the crossover is going to introduce her. So yes. Yeah. Anyways, we, uh,
0: we both saw a movie and it's what we both saw the same one for once. Yeah. We saw Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph um, wrecks the
1: internet. Ralph breaks the internet. Breaks the internet, sorry. He doesn't wreck it, he breaks it. Um, Break- by the way, it just opened this weekend. It's on pace for almost $90 million, and Creed 2, also opening this weekend, is looking around $60 million. So Ralph is killing it at the box yes, office. Yes, he is. Well, it,
0: Wreck-It Ralph, the original, was an underrated
1: classic that just got missed by way too many people. Yeah, I mean, and I compare the movie a lot to Shrek. I mean, it's a very Shrek-like. Oh yeah. Like movie. Just, maybe not so much adult humor, but there's a lot of puns.
0: Yes, there are.
1: And, and, Ralph Breaks the Internet basically takes all those puns to the next level.
0: Oh, God, yes. Uh, we will it goes spoil, from, we, we're going to spoil yeah, this. it uh, goes from simple video game references to just every pop culture reference you could possibly ask for.
1: Yeah, I mean, you get a couple Marvel cameos in there. You get a Star Wars cameo. Well, let's
0: just be the honest. Star Wars that, fi- that five minutes at Totally Disney makes the entire ticket worth it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> lot Lots of lots of cameos. Yeah. Um, Lots of puns. I mean, the movie itself. I heard. An, I heard a critic on another radio station mention this. Said the fact that it's a Disney movie, and and they kind of go into the internet. The movie is basically an entire commercial for the internet and for Disney. Yes, <laughs> and it really is. I mean, it, it is. All, I have is no doubt it. about. I don't. I don't. I mean, a lot of things that people were looking forward to that was in the preview was obviously the scene with all of the princesses. Yes, which. After seeing the movie, I kind of wish they would have held that out of the preview yeah, and left yeah. that a big surprise because that was a great scene.
0: That would have been so much you know, better though. You have though. daddy
1: issues, like I mean, just everything going on in that scene was so funny. And it would have been
0: so much better if we didn't know it was coming at all. It just yeah, she's she goes in the room and they're all there. People would have crapped their pants
1: for sure. Um So a big question I have for you now is is a is our is our lead character not not Ralph uh v- v- Penelope von v- Schweet Penelope yeah Penelope is she now a disney princess well of
0: course she is she was before but um because she was princess in a disney movie in the first movie just a hidden princess oh remember that's right although then she became president because I watched um, the original Wreck-It Ralph last night, actually.
1: But now, so officially, she's a Disney princess. In so, my
0: opinion, yes.
1: So, uh, my opinion too. So I'm going to go out and say that her princess song, "A Place Called Slaughter Race," <laughs> might be <laughs> might be the greatest Disney princess song ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah, I'd I agree. Mean, I don't care. I mean, Although
0: Sarah Silverman can't sing.
1: Yeah. Well, Gal Gadot helps her. Yeah. <laughs> and so does the rest of the cast. But when you think of all the Disney princess songs out there, none of them are really for guys. No. We don't we don't we don't listen to any Disney princess songs and go, Yeah, whole new world. That's my jam. Like <laughs> uh, it's my jam. But I love a place. A place new called world. Slaughter Race? That's a pretty damn good Although Disney I have, Princess can, song. Can
0: I make one point here that I'm going to um, uh, nitpick on this movie for. Remember the whole big, one of the big problems about um, the, in the original Rocket Ralph was game jumping and how bad it was? Yeah. And then in this movie, she ends up game jumping and getting written into that game. Did they all forget about that point b- plot point in this movie? Because it seems like they did. Yep, they did. Because that's supposed to be a major, major faux pas. And it just sounds like, oh, now you're written into the game. Okay. Everyone's happy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, so you loved it, right? I did. It was, I, it I was loved it. I I, la- I, I laughed mean... a lot in the movie, especially during the the song. Yes, um, that was that was amazing. But the end credit scenes, so I said scenes. Did you watch both of them? Yeah. Well, I
0: No, I walked out because I had to get to a um uh, other appointment. What?
1: Well, I and I read about them, and I love how they rickrolled you. Yes, the I rickrolling don't... at the very end. That's the thing is, as soon as the credits rolled. I was like, I wonder if it's in credit scenes. So I jumped online and I Googled it on my well, phone. Well,
0: I knew there had to and, be and, one because there was, I was like, a scene
1: from the trailer that we didn't get to see. And, and I loved how they positioned that because yeah. it was like, hey, I like the movie, but there was that scene from the trailer that they didn't show. Yes. Oh, really? Why don't you just play your game? <laughs> <laughs> and then you get that scene. Um, but then I was like, I would have left at that point. Yes. But the fact that I used Google and saw that there was You used scenes, your brains. I was like, well, got to stay for the second one. And it's a long credit roll, by the way. Yes, it is. That, those credits take forever to get through. And then by the time that last scene rolled, me and my friend I was with, we were the only two people in the theater. Everybody else had left. So we were the only two. And the cleaning crew came in when we got Rickrolled. And everybody started laughing. Like, even the cleaning crew in the theater was laughing at the <laughs> Rickrolling because that was awesome. And and to spoil it, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, the very end after all the credits roll. It says, and now a sneak preview of Frozen 2. And then it just cuts to wreck Ralph doing the Rickroll. Uh,
0: that, uh, meta jokes are great. I yes. love And then, me, cause that's perfect because when
1: you think about internet jokes, that is one of the iconic internet oh, yeah. jokes. And the fact Quick that there's here no to mention this. of it. There's no mention of it in the entire movie. And as, as – pop culture geeks we don't even think about it mm-hmm. and then we get rickrolled
0: and give you up <laughs> and let you down
1: love it anyways um, but you
0: said you saw creed 2
1: i did see creed 2 and i've heard bad things about creed 2 oh really see i have not read any reviews um, i just went to go see it and man i was like a little bored with the movie um thought it was well, it's hard to say predictable because the Rocky franchise in general—you don't know if Rocky's going to win the fight or lose the fight. You yeah, know? like they—they they made it clear like he will lose fights and he will win fights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, I'm not going to spoil the entire movie, but for example, you know, you know, it's like they—they they, they try, try to tease that he's going to fight Drago's son. Yes. All right. So Drago's son comes from Russia. It's like, I want to fight Creed. And I know, want to run. And it's like this overnight thing. Like he just flies to Philadelphia and all of a sudden he makes a big press conference on ESPN that he wants to fight him And Creed's like, yeah, I'll fight him. And Rocky's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to support this fight because he's got nothing to lose. You've got everything to lose. You know, blah, blah, blah. So Creed, of course, says, well, I'm going to do it on my own. And the fight happens an hour into the movie. Really? So I'm like, where's this going? I'm
0: like, I know it's a
1: a two-and-a-half-hour movie. mm -hmm. Why is, like, instantly the fight is just happening? And I'm like, it's only an hour into the movie. Like, all right, so he's probably going to lose this fight. Yes. And then he's going to rebound for the rematch, and, of course, that's exactly what happens. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a very predictable movie, very bored. Well, I'm sure
0: you as a boxing fan, though, like, okay, this um, uh, Drago's son guy is, like, three-way quiet oh. above a um, uh, creed here they would never
1: sanction this Bye. and if you are if you are not if you are not a Max Kellerman fan do not watch this movie. Oh no, 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 more Max. All over this movie, all over this movie. Gosh, I mean, I, I, he is Kellerman. basically a supporting cast member in this movie cuz he talks so much in this movie. <laughs> he interviews the boxers. He commentates the fight. He does the post fight. He does the ESPN special. It's just like nonstop stop Max. He is all over this movie. So if you don't Max, like Max, oh, okay.
0: Creed 2, Max Kellerman's Revenge.
1: Look, no, he, he should be basically the third cast member of the movie. It should be, you know, Michael B. Jordan, Sylvester Stallone, and Max Kellerman. <laughs> Those are your three main cast members. Um, nah, I, I, Best I, I, supporting it actor. Okay it was an okay movie. It wasn't great. It wasn't as good as the first one. And I really hope it's the last. That's all I could say. I just, I really hope it's the last. I mean, I, they don't need to do another one. I, I'm. I guess I'm yeah. done with them. But um uh real quick before we wrap up, though, we've seen some new previews. Yeah, um, we saw a bunch of new previews. First of
0: all, for you and I as kids, we saw we've seen um, a trailer for Toy Story Four. Well, teaser trailer. Yeah. Although I saw a second teaser trailer before I saw Wreck It Ralph, that I think had um Michael um, uh, Ke- Keel and um, Keel and Peel in it as circus toys. Oh. I did not see this one. Yes, they're t- I'm trying to t- remember what um, uh, Buzz's um, uh, catchphrase is.
1: To infinity and beyond.
0: Yes, well they um, they um, butcher it in multiple ways, so you'll have to look that one up. And we also saw a trailer for The Lion King. Yeah, that came out during on Thanksgiving during football. Yeah, uh,
1: it, I I'll see it, I'll see but I'm not that excited about it. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because it's basically a shot for a shot of the cartoon. I'm okay with that. I did watch some somebody do a side-by-side of the the cartoon.
0: Well, I think they're doing that for the trailer. And, and I don't you know, know the if trailer, they're
1: doing it. Si- and
0: it's a shot for a shot. Well, I think that's an intentional choice on um, uh, d- the people who cut the trailer. I think the movie will not be shot for shot.
1: Okay. If, and uh, you'll get extra credit then if it's not because... I, I just think... If it is a shot-for-shot shot live action, I will be very disappointed.
0: Well, so would I, but I think they're just... Because it was um, released, I believe, just like they did with Aladdin, unlike the 20-year anniversary of the original trailer, and I think they're do, trying to do some thematic things where it's shot-for-shot shot the same in the trailer, but the movies will be different.
1: Okay. All right.
0: But another trailer came out that made me far more excited than I have any right to be for this movie, but... Here I sit. Detective Pikachu, starring Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. That, uh. Um, it looks so much better than it has any right to be, cause you're like, oh, this is gonna be stupid and dumb no matter who they get to voice it, and then they get Deadpool to voice it. Yes.
1: Um, I will agree, because I am, full honesty here, never got into the Pokemon show. You were too old. Or movies. Uh, I only, I still play Pokemon Go.
0: I still play Pokemon.
1: All right, Um, that's me though. But I I will go see this movie with you. Yes, you invited me. I will go. see It
0: looks so weird. It's just one of those
1: things. Like now, now because I play Pokemon Go, I know some of the I know some of the characters. Yes, you know Pikachu. Yeah, so I'll I'll know. I know I know the Pidgeys. I know the Weedles. So uh, I saw Mr. Mimes in the in the, uh, preview. In one of the best scenes from the preview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and that's the one that kind of sold it up to me. I'm like, oh, this is going to be kind of dumb. And then they said, uh, go shove it up your – what? I'm the bad cop now. And that told me like, okay, so maybe the jokes will be a little more – well, I don't want to say sophisticated, but mature than I was expecting from this movie.
1: Yep. And Ryan Reynolds, speaking of, has another movie coming out he this but, Christmas. He and he
0: does have another movie. Let's call it Deadpool 2.5, Once, Once Upon a, upon a Time a Deadpool. Deadpool. The PG-13 variant of, I think it's just Deadpool 2, or maybe they're
1: going to nah, try No, and- I think it's just a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2. That's okay. from what I heard.
0: I was like, are they trying to convent, condense both movies into one? That was my other thought.
1: Like, yeah. But um, I'm still
0: going to see it. Oh,
1: I'm going to see it, too, because you know they're going to have – a lot of humor. Oh, they're gonna, um and, and you know they're gonna. Pro- I, from what I'm understanding, they're gonna put some new scenes in this movie. Yes, too. and they're
0: gonna be able to make fun of PG-13 edits, and I look forward to this actually. Yep. I realize it's gonna be 100% the same story, but I am 100% on board for this.
1: Yeah. No, me too. um I, I mean, it's a, it's a Deadpool thing to do. Yes. And apparently, Ryan Reynolds got this idea from Twitter. Like somebody had tweeted to him <laughs> that they should do a PG-13 edit. Um, like like last year at some point, mm-hmm. and so they had the idea. So I think that's why they're only doing it for Deadpool two right. because they I think they filmed the PG thirteen edit scenes
0: mm-hmm. when
1: they filmed Deadpool two.
0: You oh, they're going to do
1: this cut.
0: That's genius
1: because he had the idea over a year ago. So that's why I don't think the first Deadpool is going to be involved. Okay, well let's
0: um. Uh- Get to it. Uh, personally, personally, I want to go see it on my, up at a 4D theater because I've always been hearing good things, like the one up in uh Gurney. I want to see a movie movie at that theater. Oh yeah, 4DX. Uh,
1: I I have been to the Gurney theater. I have not sat in the sat in the 4DX seats yet.
0: We'll have um, to do that sometime. Just schlep up there one weekend. I don't want to go
1: around Christmas, man. That mall's too busy. Well we leave you all around Christmas. I'm yeah, just well, saying. We'll go we should schlep up there one weekend and do it. Yeah, I I agree. And uh what else as far as previews go? I know there's a couple of other uh goodies coming out. Uh oh, did you see anything else recently? Did you see uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Yet? I have
0: not, I've been
1: lazy. I didn't see any other movies. Nah,
0: I saw Wreck It Rail because I enjoyed the first one.
1: All right. Well, um, uh, I think that'll do it for Any, us. any other video games? you playing? you still I've just doing been, Red Dead? I've been, just been... Uh, South Park plotting. has been roasting Red Dead. I love it.
0: Well, it deserves to get roasted. Well, no, I
1: mean, they're, they're roasting it in a good way. Like are well, yeah. roasting it that, like, oh, everybody's playing it. Like, yes. you know, Cartman's in jail, and, like, the security guard's playing Red Dead, and he's, like, shooting cops. He's like, yeah, die, cop, die,
0: cop, <laughs> yeah, cop you see i don't play i don't play <laughs> red dead
1: it's so funny
0: <laughs> see i'm a oh, nice guy when i play genius. red dead <laughs> i play um uh basically as the nicest guy possible until except for one scene i was in a um a uh, store the clerk said can we hurry this up i bought my clothes and then a massacre happened it was an accident i promise but other than that, um, that will do it for episode 90 of the Hillcrest Duel. We'll be back in a week or two for more discussions of pop culture. I am Brad Ristow. Follow me on Twitter at Brad Risto. That was Metal John.
1: You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Metal John Radio.
0: Thank you all for listening. We'll be back.